Hey, current and future RTs. Welcome back to Respiratory HQ's Journey to Success podcast. I'm Tanya Peel, and this is the podcast specifically for RT students. Basically, everything you need to know for success in RT schools that you can't find in your respiratory care textbooks. Today, we're continuing the Pace Yourself series. We started a few weeks ago by talking about how the journey through RT school is a marathon. It's a long-term goal, and like any marathon, you can't start out at a sprinter's pace. You have to learn how to pace yourself and therefore we've used pace as an acronym we talked about preparation um, beginning RT school what you need to prepare for we've talked uh, we used a for assessment assessing your relationships making sure you maintain consistency with your relationships through RT school so you don't you don't your personal relationships don't suffer we've talked about last week we talked about the C which is commitment and how to maintain commitment when moving towards a long-term goal. And today we're going to finish out this series with energy because I polled my students not too very long ago and I asked them about how they felt a year into their journey and pretty much the resounding feeling was exhaustion. So we definitely need to talk about energy, how to conserve it and how to maintain it because it's important to have energy consistently through RT school. So as we talk about maintaining and conserving energy, I'm going to speak from personal experience, things that work for me. Um, Those people that know me probably, if you know me, you know my routine that I get up very early in the morning. I do go to bed early also, but I am able to maintain a consistent energy level most of the time, day to day to day, week to week to week throughout the semester. And so I'm going to give you four different things that work for me. So here we go. Okay, so number one is diet. Now, I am not a nutritionist and I am not a doctor, but I know how to eat, okay? And I like to eat and I like to feel full after I eat. And I don't like to be hungry because when I get hungry, some people call it hangry. I call it gritchy. It's a combination between gripey and bitchy. I don't like to feel that way. My students don't like me that way. So it's important for me to eat consistently. Every three hours is what it takes for me to maintain a consistent energy level throughout the day. And that might not work for you, and I'm not saying it does, but I am saying that we all know we can't put junk food in our bodies on a consistent basis without having those energy slumps. So for me to maintain a fairly healthy diet, I have to plan for it. And we've all talked about how I'm a big planner. So part of my Sunday, a two-hour time period on every Sunday, I meal prep. I load up my smoker with chicken breast and all sorts of veggies, and I smoke a lot of food, enough to make lunches for myself each and every day and dinners for myself and my husband throughout the week. So I cook one time during the week and then we just both fend for ourselves. That might not work for you. Um, I'm very fortunate. It's just me and my husband at home and he's pretty much self-sufficient. You may be somebody that you've got a family, you've got lots of kids, y'all are blowing and going in all different directions. So it doesn't have to be something as complicated as that. Just start out small. Make one healthier choice each day. If you suffer from energy slumps in the afternoon, I would tell you that lunch that you're eating, try to eat 
more lean protein and vegetables because that meeting a lot of carby foods at lunch is what typically causes people to have that that really tired sluggish feeling after lunch. So just try to think about making more healthy choices as far as your diet is concerned. Also along those lines, staying hydrated, super important. Um, I hardly ever get headaches, but once I start getting a headache, it's usually because I'm a little dehydrated that I haven't had water in a while. So I try to think about how I drink. I usually drink a big glass of water before I eat. And then if I'm not full and satisfied after I eat, I drink another glass of water afterwards. So I try to at least drink one glass of water every time I eat. And then throughout the day, if I think about it. Number two is exercise. Come on, you didn't think I was going to say diet without saying exercise, did you? All right, I try to work out four to five times a week. That's That's how I start out every single morning. And sometimes people say that's counterintuitive. Well, if you don't have energy, how do you have energy to work out? And and actually, I think the opposite is true. If I don't work out in the mornings, my day, I feel more sluggish throughout the day because I haven't started it getting my heart rate up, getting the blood flowing. Actually, I don't think is good. I don't lecture as good if I don't work out in the morning. So I'm not suggesting that you hire a personal trainer, that you start lifting weights, that you do intense cardio. I'm not saying that at all. If you don't work out right now, all I'm saying is maybe get up 30 minutes earlier and walk around the block. If in the afternoons you're experiencing a little bit of a slump, go outside, get some fresh air, walk around a little bit, do some jumping jacks, walk in place, but just get moving because just the act of moving starts moving blood, circulating that blood. You'll get more blood to your extremities, to your muscles, to your brain, and it will help refreshing and wake you up. Number three. Evaluate the type of people you're spending your time with. Because in life, I notice that there are typically two types of people. There are those people that are very energetic and very positive, and that spending time with those type of people, even if it's just 10 or 20 minutes, can energize you. They're batteries. You want to try to find a battery, somebody that helps kind of recharge your spirit. But then there are also people that are black holes as far as energy is concerned. I work at the college with a colleague, not in our respiratory care program, but there is an individual on campus that if I spend more than 30 minutes with that individual, I need a nap. They, they suck every little bit of energy out of my soul. Uh, my, and if, if I don't recharge after seeing that person, my general outlook on everything sucks. So pay attention to who you're spending your time with. And if you can't find a battery, at least stay away from the black holes. Okay, the fourth thing is really an energy hack. If you find yourself in a, in a midday slump, you're tired, you can't get motivated, put on some music. Music is so influential. We use it all the time, right? We put it put on something nice and relaxing if we want to just chill. But if we're working out, nobody works out to smooth jazz. If you're doing cardio or lifting weights, you've got some kind of beat thumping that gets you motivated. So the same thing can be done for a quick pick-me-up. If I ask you what's your favorite song, what's that 
song that gets your foot tapping, that gets your booty shaking, that song that makes you want to dance, we all have that song. Put it on. Put it on repeat and see if that doesn't help get you motivated and pick up your energy level. I have a playlist. I have a playlist called Energize, and I I play it when I need it. Um, I definitely play it on days that I know I have content that I need to teach that's hard to teach or it's hard to learn. I need to come into that classroom as pumped up as I can. And when I drive into work on those days, I listen to that playlist because it gets me energized. It gets me moving. If I work out, my blood has been pumping and it's a good day. It's just a way to manufacture that energy really quickly. So turn on your favorite tune. And the fifth thing we're going to talk about, we'll call it a bonus. This is not how to manufacture energy. It's not how to conserve energy. We're going to talk about how to recharge because you're going to have to take occasions that you step back and recharge. And we all recharge differently. All right. So I think you probably know what works for you. I will just tell you, I am a very introverted person. You know, a few weeks ago, I talked about the Myers-Briggs personality test. And one of my my um, characteristics is that I am more of an introverted personality, not an extroverted. So Christmas break typically is the longest break we have two to three weeks off from school. So I spend all of my fall semester collecting books because Christmas break, one of my main things that I do to re-energize, to recharge my soul, is to read. I love to read, and I want it to be something besides respiratory books. So, um, as a matter of fact, this last Christmas break, I think my husband, he finally asked me if I if I was depressed. And I said, well, what do you mean? I'm, I'm not depressed. And he's like, well, you really haven't gotten out of the house except to go work out and to go to the grocery store. He said, in three weeks, you really haven't gotten out. And that was really absolutely true because I can spend a vast amount of time by myself. And and that's what I enjoy. So for me to recharge, I need to be at home. I need to be in a quiet space. I need my books. Um, Our clinical coordinator at the college, Crystal, she is the exact opposite of me. She is a very exuberant, very extroverted person. And if you ask her, well, what are you going to do on Christmas break? She's usually loading up the family and driving across country to do all sorts of things over their three weeks. And so she can tell us our plan her plans and it absolutely exhausts me but that is what energizes her to be moving and going and spending time with her family and being out and and doing something all the time so you are going to have to recharge recharge in a manner that fills your soul that that relaxes you that recharges you don't be afraid to take that time because we all need that on occasion and if we can recharge our batteries we can start out the next semester with that energy level and then we just work on maintaining it okay so quick recap we talked about five ways to maintain energy number one diet and hydration number two exercise number three being very mindful about the people we spend time with, those people that are batteries versus black holes. Number four, a quick energy hack is turning on the right music. And number five, being very conscientious about how you decide to spend your time to recharge. 
All right, that's it for today, guys. Join me next week, and we're going to start a series on study skills. We're going to bring different students in each week for them to tell us about a unique study skill they have developed through our T-School. Until next week, go out there, pace yourself, and do a great job. Talk to you soon.